ladies and gentlemen, friends and germs, how are we doing? Today we welcome Robbie Besner. He is the chief science officer, device developer, and co-founder of Therasage. They create premier infrared healing technologies, and they are the world leader in this container. Robbie has been an advocate of natural health and wellness for as long as he can remember. He has an amazing list of degrees from pre-med, engineering, psychology, and business, and he brings all those to the table of holistic medicine. And after many years of illness of his teenage daughter, who was diagnosed with Lyme disease, he began a mission to find alternative holistic and homeopathic avenues of treatment. He has brought so much to the world of those struggling with a chronic illness that I'm not going to name them all in the intro. But I will tell you from my lived experience, which I do go into in the interview, his heating pad that does infrared spectrums has been transformational to the scar tissue in my belly. And his portable infrared sauna is my number one go-to. It's low EMF. You will sweat like a little piggy when you get inside, and it's just around a thousand bucks to have one in your home. So is one of the most profound health hacks you can do to extend longevity, especially in men. That sauna is where it starts. And for so many, this is a great entry-level product that will not break the bank. You can find the things I love from his store at beautifullybroken.world. Or you can go right to Therasage and you can use code BEAUTIFULLYBROKEN, all caps, for a 10% discount of anything on their store. This is a great interview and I hope, I hope you bring as much value from it as I did this morning. Let's jump on in. Welcome to the Beautifully Broken Podcast. I'm your host, Freddie Kimmel, and on this show we explore the survivor's journey, practitioners making a difference and the therapeutic treatments and transformational technology that allow the body to heal itself. Witness the inspiration we gain by navigating the human experience with grace, humility, and a healthy dose of mistakes. Because part of being human is being beautifully broken. Ladies and gentlemen, Before we start this episode, I need to mention how I've upgraded my oral health and my immune system response in the last 30 days. I started using a supplement called Silver Biotics, and they have a line of products that incorporate silver, a century-old technology, utilizing silver, which is a metal with the highest electrical conductivity on the planet, but they've biohacked silver and literally surrounded these particles with a molecular coating that allows it to work much, much better. And when I say much better, I mean they have 420 independent studies, 60 patents, and it is 4x more potent than any silver on the market. So this is going to work on things like bacteria, mold, fungus. My result or my N equals one is my gum health. My gums are like pink and glowing. They look amazing. And then I've just had a better balance or I would say an even immune response after about a month. I would have you have this in your cabinet. (laughs) If there's one thing we overlook, it's oral and dental health. 
and every single tooth is wired to an organ in your body. It's one of the most overlooked things I see people jump around. And this is something that is cheap, it's affordable, and you can get a great discount. It's like 20% using the code BEAUTIFULLYBROKEN. So go over to silverbiotics.com and check them out. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Beautifully Broken podcast. I am so excited for my guest today. We are here with Robbie Besner. Robbie, welcome to the show. Thanks. Well, Freddie, always a pleasure. Every opportunity to hang with you is and particularly your community. Thank you for having me on today. Yeah, you come into conversation daily, Robbie. You know, as as somebody who fields many, many calls to these different wellness technology companies and people looking for solutions to chronic Lyme, I mentioned your name yesterday. There was a young gentleman who had just discovered a Lyme diagnosis and flown out to the Midwest to do a week of hyperbarics and sauna, and he was trying to build his home kit. He goes, man, I gotta, I feel good. I got to figure out a way to do this. It's affordable. And I got to figure out a way to do it at home. I was like, here's your link. Go to Therisage. With that, because I know the quality of what you do, with that, we got to tell the audience what you're about and your backstory a little bit. So if we passed on the street, we didn't know each other, what would you tell me you do? Mm, I was going to say something funny, like sell cars or something like that, you know, used cars. I suppose I spend most of my time, Freddie, just focusing on understanding the balance of the way that the animal kingdom and plant kingdoms interact with nature. I try to incorporate, I'm a device developer and a biological researcher, Mm -hmm. I guess is the formal name, although I don't really carry that. I am the science officer of Therisage, so my role there is to develop devices and to create the healthcare integrations like to make a great device, deliver it on time, and how to use it to maximize or optimize your wellness experience. And so just passing in the street, I would say, come on, let's go grab a cup of coffee, Freddie, because we need more than just a few minutes to talk about that. Yeah. But honestly, you know, really what I, I tried to do is fill the gap of where I think what we call advanced society or our civilization communities, like what we have or sense of community that we have in the metropolitan areas all the way out to the rural areas and understand that we have departed very farly from the way nature intended us to be. Yeah. Okay. And so how do you reconcile that? So what we do, a part of our sort of pillars here is to incorporate nature and aspects of nature in all the things that we make. And so for the half hour, hour while you're in sauna, or if you have a healing pad on you for longer periods of time, you're actually not just bringing in, and we harness full spectrum infrared frequencies from sunlight, but it's not just that. We incorporate so many more things and more things than we even talk about, frankly, in our developments, because I think that you're special, right, Freddie? (laughs) Don't you deserve the best, right? Yes. And so that's what I think is what's happening. It's like we've moved away from that personal touch, that interaction, that sense of feeling of special. And somehow we're kind of all melted together and homogenized into something other than that, than that individual aspect. And so uh, because I think you're special, I want to treat you with special love and tender care. And we do that through our devices. And Mm -hmm. so initially the device is really kind of, it's like getting a big warm hug in many ways. But the fun part 
or the higher end part is specializing the use of our devices as it serves your needs, which could change over time, of course. But we offer a free coaching service when you buy any of our devices to just kind of check in with our community and our healthcare team, TheraHealth, we call it. And just talk to them, let us know what your goals are, let us know what your challenges are, and then we try to kind of get you there in an integrated, functional, natural, pathic way. And so, you know, how do our devices work? And frankly, how does your device work into the story? Yeah. I want to touch on something you said there. You know, it's how far society has moved away from its alignment with nature, which for me, when we can come back into that resonance, we have access to some powerful healing. A lot of times we're trying to make these solutions or a build a bridge to something that just needs a lifestyle or a behavior change, in my experience. And I, I love that you guys talk about that and educate on that because it's so important that you understand the why behind the action. The image I got when you said that, I was at the pool yesterday and I'm watching all these parents sit around a, a public pool and they're watching their little, little kids get their first swim lessons. It's very endearing. But 80% of the parents, they were hunched over. They're in their phones. Everybody's watching their phone. And I was taken back to like prehistoric America. And I was like, there's so many of these kids that would be eaten up by a saber-toothed tiger. <laughs> had these parents had this level of awareness. And we've gotten pulled into these dopamine hits we get from our phone. And I hate to see people missing moments. The other one I had was I was in Maui. And you would go out to these beautiful dinners, sunsets, and everybody on the family gathering. Nobody's talking to each other. Everybody's, and I mean five, 10 minutes of straight down into the phone. And I just, for me, for me, I was like, as someone who's fought so hard to get my health back, it was like watching a person throw their way on heroin or crack. Like it was really hard for me to watch dinner after dinner. And I was like, man, that really speaks to me. I want to change that in my own life. So I, I love that you guys educate on what that alignment looks like or what it could feel like. I think that's so important. The other thing yeah. that you said was that the product or devices or your inventions, if we could break down a little bit, is there a product or two which you consider like a flagship or your premier device that you think is one of your favorites? <laughs> no. Now we're, now we're talking Shindle's list, right? Because all of my inventions are my kids and I don't really have a favorite kid. Yes, each one has a different personality and they all interact as a family. Mm -hmm. We have really kind of one platform, which is harnessing full spectrum infrared frequencies. And then we have two roads that lead to that room. And that one would be an infrared sauna, which is like a floodlight, a full body experience. And the other would be a non-body experience, which we call a healing pad, but both harness the same technology. Mm -hmm. The um, healing pad is more like a spotlight, not quite a laser, but a spotlight. So you can identify a shoulder or a challenge with a muscle or a joint mm -hmm. or an organ, and then bring that love right to the area that you need that special care and loving. And that's kind of the nice part about it, Freddie, because intuitively, and I know we've chatted on this off camera, about the inner doctor inside of us and how important that voice is, that intuitive voice. And that's another thing that we try to encourage in people is to really hear that, that intuitive voice, that connection to source, and then act on it. 
Mm. So it's one thing to hear it and then ignore it, which most people do, or just ignore it. But then to tune into it and be uh, present with that is really something special. And even when we're in our own health coaching, I'd say as good as a health practitioner I am, or anybody around you that you trust, the best doctor on the planet is the one inside of you. And so we really try to drive people to that place. And uh, I think that that kind of tunes in in a little bit, gets them in touch with their inner self. And then from that, you start to hear a whole bunch of things like your body telling you you like something or you don't like something. And then acting on the things you don't like or saying, okay, I've had enough. And even with our entrainment, we try to do through this in our sauna experience, we say, okay, this is the guideline. And then the bigger rule is when your body tells you you've had enough, you say you've had enough. And that can change from moment to moment because, you know, as most people know, of course, you, your body chemistry is altering and changing and by the millisecond Yeah, based on stimulus and influences and things in our environment. Yeah, if we could, I, there's a couple of questions I'd love to ask your lived experience, your opinion on as far as the sauna goes. It's big in conversation now. We have a very famous neuroscientist, Andrew Huberman. He talks a lot about saunas, the benefits of saunas. There's a lot comes up often on the Joe Rogan podcast. More and more people are looking out and they're like, they're looking at the data. They're looking at the possibilities of life extension, specifically for men and heart health, which is a big topic right now. In your experience, there's different types of saunas. So there's the one that I go to in a community here. It's got a big, almost like a a stove and rocks on the top and it gets very, very hot, you know, up to 190, 220 degrees. And then there's a sauna like an infrared sauna, which there isn't a perception of heat, but after 10, 15, 20 minutes, you're, you're sweating like an absolute pig. Can you explain the difference of how that second type of sauna that you guys have really invested your time in and why you believe in that one? Okay. Well, what you just talked about was the difference between convection heat and radiant heat. Mm -hmm. So convection heat is an element, like you talked about the hot rocks. It could be, you know, the Indian or a Native American sweat lodge. It could be Swedish sauna, hot rock sauna, it could be a steam room. You've got an element that's heating up ambient air, that ambient air touches your skin. And then eventually that heat penetrates through your skin and the insulating layer of fat under your skin, which is really important, and then starts doing some stuff inside. And mostly what that does is it promotes sweating and sweating pulls poisons out. So we have to kind of back up a little bit. So that's one thing that you described. And in order for that to work properly, it has to be at really highly high elevated temperatures, 180 to 220, like you mentioned, Fahrenheit. Mm -hmm. And the reason why that is, is because that layer of fat under your skin, and some of us like myself have a little more than others, or fatter layers. So that's designed anatomically to basically insulate the inside, your insides, your organs and your vital organs from extreme temperatures, extreme heat or extreme cold. Okay. So a convection heat sauna, hot rock sauna has to fight really hard to get through that layer to get into the body. Now, conversely, with radiant heat, that's sunlight, that's infrared frequencies. Now you've got a wavelength of sunlight. It's responsible for warming up more than 82% of the planet. 
it was so important that Einstein did an actual study on understanding the the way that sun thermals affect all nature or all life on the planet as we know it. Yeah. That was like, you know, I think it was in the 40s. And when he did that, he came out with broad statements like without these sun rays, without infrared frequencies, there'd be no life as we know it. So now radiant heat actually is different. It's a wavelength and it has different frequencies. In the infrared spectrum, you have near, mid and far wavelengths. And it's almost like a tuning up a radio, like 101 is rock and 105 is country and mm-hmm. 107 is R&B, okay? So each wavelength does very specific things with the body and in nature. Now, one of the things that's unique is it's measured in nanometers and microns is the way the measurements are held. And there is a certain nanometer within the infrared spectrum that resonates or harmonizes at the same frequency as the water inside of our bodies. Okay, so that's a big one. That is a big one. Yeah, so which is 940 nanometers. And so when you get a ray or frequency 940, now rather than that insulating layer actually protecting you from these rays coming in, they're harmonizing at the same frequency. So infrared sunlight or infrared frequencies actually penetrate through that insulating layer with ease because it's almost like it has a key to the door, right? And it comes right through the body. And where is it going? It's seeking the most dense parts of our properties of our body, which is the, our muscle mass or organ tissue. And so now we've got these beautiful sun rays that are coming through our directly through our skin, and they start to resonate, bioresonate is the term, and which is really a vibration. And that vibration starts to break loose the covalent bonds between all the toxins that are being held in our tissues and in our body. And so now, you know, to go even a little deeper, Freddie. Our skin is our largest organ. Most people know that, right? And so it's the one that's the most exposed to our environment. That means that it's exposed to all the toxicants in the air, water, and generally, and the food that we take. So under our skin is this layer of fat. And if the front line is our skin, and now you've got toxic air or toxic water that you're swimming in or drinking or whatever, it's coming through that layer of skin. And the first thing it meets is that layer of fat. So that layer of fat actually holds close to 72% of the environmental toxins that our body takes in. Now, how do we get rid of that? So now they're being held there. Some of them get through, some of them, you know, we're ingesting and then they like heavy metals and things like that in our foods and waters. And then they get stuck. Like metals are a little different discussion because metals have ionic charges. They're actually like a little um, magnet Mm -hmm. on one side and the body that the body has the opposite charge. So a metal is a little bit harder to get out simply because they're stuck together like two polarized magnets. Mm -hmm. And so what infrared will do different than most other ways to get metals out or ways to chelate metals out, mostly chemically, is it actually breaks that covalent bond. And now you've got a metal that's got a charge and the body that's got a charge. And that's why we like to work with certain kinds of binders that also have a charge, magnetic charge, that's a little stronger than the body charge. So when we unhook that, uncouple that relationship, now the toxic metal cascades down and the binder will grab it up and then the body, through various different methods, will expunge it. Can I ask, can I jump in and ask one question just so we don't lose it? This radiant versus convection. 
and and I don't mean verse, I just mean different, not to create another polarity for us on the show. The idea that one would be better than the other, it sounds to me intuitively that there's benefits to both that are going to be unique is as a form of their delivery method. Just like I could push the convection button in my stove, or I can use a different heating element. It would have different quality to the food and its taste. Is there any scientific body of literature or studies out there to look at the different effects downstream in the body? Yes. Well, the probably the one that's kind of the most famous one is uh, they actually took an individual and put them in both three environments, hot rock, steam room, and infrared sauna, measured a drop of sweat from that same individual in all three environments. And there were more than 80% more toxins in the drop of sweat from the infrared environment. Wow. And so all three will pull toxins out of the body, Mm -hmm. but only one of the three, which is the infrared spectrum, because of that bioresonance, because of the vibration, because of that mechanism I described, will actually unhook and release all of your, liberate, mobilize all the toxins in the body. That's really a big distinction. That's huge. So you're going to get a benefit. Yeah. In other ways, they're very similar. They will all three environments will shift your brain waves from being sympathetic dominance to parasympathetic. So you'll get a calming effect from all three. The infrared sauna, from my experience, has been a little bit long lasting in terms of that calming effect. We do measure all of the things I'm talking about. We have a heart rate variability program that we've developed here internally, and now we offer it to the public. But basically, it's a diagnostic tool that can actually analyze, show you graphically and with uh, numerics, you know, analytics, it'll show you the various different degrees of how you're shifting your brain waves. And it does illustrate the heart-brain connection and the heart-gut connection. So we get, learn a lot about the physiology from our devices through using that technology. Yeah. A constant theme that comes up here is the idea of this, of quantum physics versus Newtonian physics. And it's the idea that heat does this and the end effect is this. And and we realize, I think from our lived experience, that there's multiple changes downstream of some of these effects, some more than others, the way they work in the body. The other thing I want to mention is you said that metals form can form a covalent bond as a result of their charge and attract to each other almost like magnets. Is that a conversation of size, like particle size? We often, because you wonder, you're like, well, I spent a long time taking binders and detoxing and lymphatic brushing and coffee enemas. How can people often will test and they'll like still have metals in their system for years and years and years? Am I thinking of that right? Is it literally that the mass of like a mercury has almost accumulated a size where it's hard to leave the cell or the tissue? Or is that not a good representation of that science? Well, in terms of the covalent bond, that's just, you know, north and south poles attracting. Mm-hmm. Okay, so the larger the mass of the metal and the larger the mass of the body or the two opposing poles, then the stronger the charge. Yeah. Okay, the key is that how do you break that charge? You know, like you and I, like you can pull it apart, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, there's that. But how do you do that to a metal that's attached to your brain? Yeah. So there aren't that many available vehicles to actually break that covalent bond. That's why it's so hard to get heavy metals out of the body. Mm -hmm. It's super easy to get in, Mm -hmm. um, mostly because frankly, Freddie, the other side of the discussion is that most of us aren't properly balanced from an electrical point of view. 
we don't touch the earth anymore, we actually have more positive charge in our bodies where the earth is negative charge. That's where that whole discussion about grounding and things like that comes in, which is another um, component of what we, uh, that we uh, integrate into all of our devices is, is that earthing and that grounding effect. Yeah, I, uh, the other thing that I've heard mentioned often by some people I respect in the field of, of deburdening the body from environmental toxins is the idea that the body's receptor sites it would normally use for something like magnesium can can the body is actually using mercury is like a junk car part it's it's just it's trying to find nutrients and operating materials and it's doing the best that it can it's not trying to make us toxic it's trying to do what we're giving it right and the available resources it has to, yeah. to make things happen. Yep, absolutely. Um, I also think it's the other thing that I think is amazing. I'll go back to nature's lessons that one of the highest uh, environmental areas of I've been I was just on Hawaii. So I'm all into volcanoes right now. I'm watching volcano documentaries, but how much mercury a volcano puts out. Oh, yeah. And then but in the in the the humic and fulvic and the ash, and the volcanic ash is the carbon to bind to the mercury to make it non-toxic. It's like, right, let right. me just show you where to look for the answer. And I just think that's so cool. Yeah, that's reminds me of a book that I read. Early, it was a tipping point book called The Alchemist. And uh, it just talks about that. We're searching for all these things outside when when it's right there at your fingertips. And that's how I kind of feel about nature. We're so busy with our heads in our phones and not looking up and not smelling the roses, so to speak, that we're really missing, you know, the parts of the joys of life that uh, experiences with family and, and especially the young ones coming up. And and uh, certainly the uh, the opportunity to really take advantage of of home court advantage, I call. I'm, I call it. We're down in Florida, so... I make a point and I said to my wife, Melody, let's make sure that we have at least a half an hour of the tropics of the environment every day. Like no matter how busy we are, just take a mm. little break, walk outside, listen to the birds chirping in our yard, you know, stuff like that. We have critters down here and just enjoy the interaction and the joy they're having, the music they're playing mm -hmm. and, uh, and bring that into your life. Then go back to work. See how easy it is for you to settle down into those things that were frustrating you before and that mm. seem to be less frustrating now. Yeah, and I, and I, you know, um, for the younger families on the EMF note, no one's carrying books anymore. The kids are just learning from tablets, right? And they're just bringing all these microwaves and the exogenous frequencies to their bodies, especially at the young age, zero to eighteen. Their brains aren't even fully formed, and now they've got these confusing signals, energies that aren't part of nature that are affecting those brain waves, connecting those dots, which I think is attributing to the higher levels of autism and ADHD and many of those psychological challenges. Yeah, it certainly could be. It's it's wild to think about. We should do a show on it one time and just talk about EMFs because my understanding is, again, it's an environmental stressor to which we are engineering ourselves. There is not a place to hide in a home anymore. There's not, you know, the number of satellites that we're planning on launching to do a global network of internet will basically be bathed in quite a field. So how important to have your minerals and your antioxidant and oxidant and inflammation managing pathways right from the terrain theory. So less 
you know, guy in a tinfoil hat and, and more that like, I am a resilient being. I can manage this micro stressor, right? No pun intended, pun intended from the interior and not necessarily think like everything everywhere is, is hurting me, which is a tough place to live. Yeah. And it's kind of deep, like from on the laboratory point in my research, these exogenous frequencies, they actually, they oscillate about 80 to 90 times stronger than the body frequency. And so what happens is, is that you've got this strong energy up here or in the micro tower, and it draws our body energy up towards it, which basically throws our whole body field off. And we're doing some collaborative work with Dr. Jerry Tennant from Dallas, and he's all, all about body electric. Mm -hmm. And I felt it was so important. I actually included uh, some of his work in well, I've changed my whole protocol sequencing, and now I actually test people's polarities beforehand because I was always troubled with the question, why is it that the two of us can take the same treatment and walk out of the room with different results? Yeah. And maybe yours will stick and mine won't. And why is that? Like, why do people go into remission and then relapse? Why aren't they just fixed, right? And I think Jerry has the key or one of the keys, and that is that your body's polarity is off. And so he does a whole thesis on that, which I felt was so important that I changed my sequencing, my protocol. So now I test polarity. I correct your polarity first, then I do my intervention. And the results we're seeing in clinic now is, is really remarkable, stunning. Can I ask, how would you explain testing somebody's polarity? What would you do to make that judgment? Okay, now we're going to get a little woo-woo, all right? Because uh, there are different ways to do it. Yeah. You're like, well, I get my anti-polarity meter at Home Depot, and I get a yes or a no. Uh, no not, not exactly. <laughs> <laughs> no, not exactly. You know, for people that like kinesiology and muscle testing, there's ways to do it that way. The simplest way, frankly, is by using a pendulum. Mm -hmm. And the pendulum, based on the direction of the swing of the rotation which is also something that we noticed very early on about 20 years ago in our own work, that our infrared technology actually spins in a clockwise direction. Yeah. And that's nature because the, the clockwise spin is actually a energy enhancing spin. So if you look at Fibonacci, um, you look at all of the different configurations that nature has given us, that playbook, mm -hmm. it will show you right under your nose the direction that you're supposed to be in and the way that your movement's supposed to go that's going to support vitality in your health. Yeah. And so if you take this pendulum and you just bring it over to that body area or you can do a surrogate, like I can actually do this to you while like this, but if you hold your that pendulum over the area that you're looking to, then see the way the, that item is going to be spinning. Let me see. I'll show you just a simple one. So I didn't bring my toys with me. Well, I have some of them behind yeah. <laughs> me, but I'm not mention to the, the crowd back there. All right. So anyway, a counterclockwise spin would suggest that your polarity is off in that area. Mm -hmm. And then to correct that, we are developing some simple, affordable technology, but basically you need scalar wave technology to correct that spin and move it in the other direction, mm. which is found often in nature too, by the way. Yeah. Great. Let me ask one more about this before we move on from sauna and i'm going to put a pen into i wrote a note here scalar wave a polarity i want to add one thing of insight 
you said, what well, now we're going to get into the woo-woo. And I would just say yeah. that for anybody listening who, many people, I'm going to say the couple thousand people that listen to this every week are very much of the belief system that there's things we don't understand and, and they find benefit from the woo-woo. But I'll say, if you've ever watched a dowser walk around with a dowsing rod and be able to right. pick up a current of water, that stick, and just go on YouTube, if you haven't watched a dowsing rod, somebody finding a well, that thing goes wild when it picks up the energetic currents or an energetic stream in the earth. It's incredible. There's so many ways that we naturally do this. Here's another thing that I had a, a guy who did. Oh, goodness. What is his name? Werner Brandmeier. He's a German biophysiologist. And he came over and he would like started talking about where the beds should be in the home, good energetics in the home. And he was like, this technology is something that you learn by learning from our elders. But what uh, the ancient ancestors did was they would look where sheep would lie at night where cows would make their bedding in a pasture and they would never sleep on a ley line. Like you can't get an animal to stand. The energy doesn't feel good. They intuitively listen to their body. So there's examples of this where animals who don't operate on a placebo effect intuitively have this deep, deep knowing. So as we find things like tools, like a dowsing rod or a pendulum, that's human beings going back to our inner knowing. And we can joke about woo-woo, but for me, it's very much validated on in different containers that just don't talk to one another. Right, totally. That's why I like heart rate variability because it's kind of like our own lie detector. Yes. And you know, you ask the question and your heart is going to give you the answer and it doesn't lie. It's just, that's the truth. That's yeah. it. And again, back to studying nature and I'm just going to focus back on infrared for a moment. Do you have any animals like pets, you know, dogs, cats, and any of that kind of stuff? Sadly, we had two chickens and they just, one got eaten. And then the other chicken was so sweet that it was given to a farm. So it didn't have to be alone because you could see it was just sad, but there were two chickens here for the last year. Okay. So Loved let's move away chickens right now, but let's work on dogs <laughs> and cats because most, most of the audience could probably relate to that. I'm not sure if most, well, maybe your audience has chickens too. Who right? knows? We have a bunch up in our farm, by the way, which I added to my CV because when I go up there to maintain the farm while my son is somewhere else, I am now feeding chickens. I'm a chicken farmer. So cool. Anyway, you probably can imagine this. Imagine it being Sunday morning, your cat or your dog is laying on its cat dog bed, wherever. And then mm -hmm. you go to the part of your house where the sun shines in, usually the east, and you open up the shades and you open up the back door and so forth. And I've noticed this a long time ago, I went through device development and I watched my animal meander to the door. And either if it's open, they go out, but if not, that they're in front of the door and they're doing one of these things like, mm, oh yeah, that feels so good, right? They're focusing on sunlight. What they're doing is recharging their infrared batteries in their bodies. Mm -hmm. Now, I don't didn't teach my little dog to do that. Yeah. She did that all on her own. And just like little children that have that innocence, it's just a great source to tap into because like HRV, like pendulum, it's not lying. It's just speaking truth without any judgment. And so I said, wow, I didn't teach my dog and cat to do that. Why is that animal smarter than me? Why aren't I getting up first thing in the morning and going out and gazing on the sunlight and yeah. doing all that stuff? 
because we are civilized. That's why, because we are so much above all that. And because we're so much above all that, we have skyrocketing diabetes and cancer and heart disease and all these other fun things that come along with it. Yeah. And so that's part of why I'm trying to unwind that coil and things that we're doing to just for the half hour have you in the sauna and maybe the hours or so while you have a healing pad on you. I know what I'm doing. I'm bringing nature back into your body. Yeah. And it's truly miraculous, the process. And you probably, even for yourself in your own journey, you know, going from being on your back and to being on your feet, that whole journey in itself is amazing. Yeah, the sauna was one of the first times I remember feeling deep relief from the chronic joint pain and inflammation, which has been my if I had to say the Achilles heel or the thing that it initially was my onset of symptoms from autoimmunity, Lyme mold, rheumatoid arthritis, whatever you want to label it, the very first time I did it, I was like, what? Like I got out and I was like, my joints are moving differently. Like everything, it was very profound for me. And now it's a daily practice. And I've learned the benefits of sauna from my understanding. And I'll, I'll look at different things that I can look at my sleep score. But the other thing that's fascinating to me is this anti-aging or this regenerative effect, looking at senescent cells or heat shock proteins or cold shock proteins, if I'm in cold. Can you speak to a little bit of the, the action? What is a heat shock protein? Why should people know about it in a sauna? Or the idea of managing senescent cells in the body when we're using a, a sauna on a regular basis? Well, a heat shock protein you know, if you see it, the acronym is HSP. They're almost like URLs. They've got a number next to it. Mm-hmm. And they've got a designated purpose, which is the precursor to your immune system. It's like a targeting system. It's like a GPS. Autoimmune is when your GPS is turned off. And now your lymphatic system or your lymphocytes, the T57 killer cells are actually attacking the body, going after what it thinks is, you know, some kind of invader, bacteria, virus, fungus, something like that, right? Mm-hmm. So what happens is when the skin for sensor senses a change in temperature, it sends a signal to the brain, which creates a subtle histamine response. Mm-hmm. And it alerts the army and or a change in your internal chemistry or an invader like virus, bacteria, something like that stuff comes in that is in a place that it doesn't belong. And it actually is a small discussion about leaky everything, let's say leaky gut, because it doesn't have to be external influences that are creating this immune response. It could be internal, like we get too much glyphosate in our system, it creates uh, tight junctions to move apart. And now we've got uh, bacteria and undigested food that belongs in our GI tract, a closed system Mm -hmm. leaking into our bloodstream. The blood gives the signal like, wow, we've got an invader. It doesn't realize that the invader is us. Yeah. And then sends out the same targeting system like it would every, everything else. So the heat shock protein in there, they're very specific. And there was a lot more awareness through this whole uh, COVID journey because there's actually, I don't know if you know Danik, but he did a, some research on our sauna and he saw that our sauna actually generates a heat shock protein that will go after the corona series of viruses. Mm. Amazing. I'm sure infrared saunas do it in general, but he happened to be studying ours. And then and that was kind of a fun factoid about one thing that our sauna will do. Again, I speak to other 
companies that make good infrared saunas, I'm sure their stuff does it as well. Of course. The idea is, is that we have this targeting system and it is a response to an antagonist that's coming in that's trying to uh, shift the body chemistry. And the way we fight back is by sending out a heat shock protein, which actually targets that invader. And then that is what tells the T57 cell to what or who to attack. So absent a heat shock protein, we don't have that mechanism. Absent that, we have a challenge with our immune system in general. And and that's part of the challenges that we have with many of the, the oncological types of protocols using chemotherapy and and uh, radiation and you're well versed on that but it's basically knocking out that targeting system so mm-hmm. you know yes you might be free of cancer but you're also creating a, a different scenario where your immune system may not be as responsive as it could be even to knock out something as simple as a cold yeah isn't it didn't ronald reagan go and get treated i've had friends over the years go over to, it's a clinic in, I want to say it's Switzerland. Is it peristalsis? Yeah. And they'll do like the, where they raise their body temperature, hyperthermia to like 106, 107. And it's brutal, but then they'll have a huge deburdening of disease. And didn't Ronald Reagan do that reportedly for his cancer? Is that a lie? Is that I thought I heard that too. It might have been an urban myth. But hypothermia, like, it's interesting, right? Yeah. Why is it in Europe they allow that? Where, again, that's a natural kind of event. Certainly, it's not natural to raise your core to 107 degrees Fahrenheit. Yeah. And that's why you have to do it in a clinical setting. But it is something, a protocol that we do for Lyme patients to get them to be proactive is to try to raise their core temperature. Most viruses and bacteria, parasites will not thrive above 101 and a half degrees Fahrenheit core temperature. Mm-hmm. And so based on your BMI, your body chemistry, we can raise over a certain amount of temperature and time in our sauna, we can raise your core to about that 101 and 101 and a half. And what that's gonna do is create a natural die off of these organisms it'll actually reset your terrain because it gives the opportunity for the healthier bacteria to come in and repopulate. And it gives your immune system, these targeting systems, an opportunity to go after the invaders. Where be, you know, Imagine you've got so many soldiers in your army and your brain has to deploy those soldiers to various different areas of your body to fix. And so it has to somehow prioritize, where should I send the army? And that's another great little sort of analogy about our healing paths because when you you have a challenge let's say in a joint or acute injury again your brain is deploying you know you've got a virus going on i've got to pull muscle somewhere like where do i send my soldiers to repair so when you bring that healing pad to that area you're actually taking the brain and you're saying hmm there's something really special going on over here because that sun energy is just shining really bright on this part of the body let's go check it out and they deploy actually more healing properties over to, to that area. And so we can actually kind of use our physiology and nature to divert our own body's healing areas to bring it to the places that we actually need it the most. So it's kind of interesting, right? It's amazing. It's amazing the way the, the body works and the intuitive online systems that we can push green light on to cause healing that already exists. It just seems like, why are we working for all these external systems? Let's go ahead and use the the ones that are already there and divinely built. And we still don't really understand. 
I've become increasingly aware of the way environmental toxicity affects my body. Now, in the past, I've tested high for mercury, lead, cadmium, glyphosate, and mycotoxins from mold. Now, I know what you're thinking, that is a full bucket. And even worse than the list of toxins was the fatigue, the neuralgia, and the brain fog due to the burden on the system. So luckily, I was introduced to the Ion Cleanse Foot Bath by AMD at a wellness conference. The system uses both positive and negatively charged ions to help eliminate these harmful toxins from the body. So my N equals one experiment? After four months, I've watched most environmental toxicity fall by more than 30% through diagnostic testing. So for me, this is a win-win. The Ion Cleanse by AMD is a fan favorite of the podcast because it's safe, it's effective, and it's a non-invasive way to cleanse and purify the body. So as a special promotion, Ion Cleanse by AMD is offering a free 15-minute consult where you can explore your personal needs to see if this technology may be the right solution for you and your family. So schedule your free 15-minute phone consult by selecting the link in the show notes, my Instagram at freddysetgo, or freddysetgo.com. Friends, this is a heart-centered company. The support team is amazing, and they offer a 60-day, 100% money-back guarantee. That is zero risk for the customer. So if you're ready to purchase, visit www.amajordifference.com and mention the Beautifully Broken Podcast is your referral source. Namaste. Robbie, you said another term. Just for the audience, you said scalar wave you know, the benefits of a scalar wave. Can you define what a scalar wave is? All right. Well, in the world of frequencies, there are oscillating waves, sine, cosine waves. Most people probably know that from science. Scalar is more of a square wave. It's Mm -hmm. different. It is in the quantum realm, but it does exist in nature. Yeah. And it's one of those wavelengths that is actually like, I think it's one of the golden jewels of nature, in fact. And so... It's mixed in with all of them, but when you can break it out and then just bring it to the body in a concentrated way, you're going to get all that that healing properties. And so much so like, and so deep, like on a cell level now deep, that it actually can shift the energy of a cell on a cell level. So each of our cells are like little batteries, ready? So you've got a positive negative charge. Mm-hmm. And in order for our body to actually communicate on a molecular energetic level that charge has to be actually neutral for communication and what's happened now is that we're not touching the earth anymore and we're surrounded with exogenous frequencies and the modern things in life like air handlers and incandescent lights and fluorescent lights and so forth that generate cations or positive charge particles and so we're surrounded in positive charge And what we're absent is the negative charge. And so most of us are actually imbalanced from a energetic point of view because we don't touch the earth anymore. Now, of course, you're unusual. You kick your shoes off, you hug oak trees or palm trees or whatever tree that wherever you are in the world. (laughs) So you do all that because you're conscious of it. But, you know, absent that you're wearing, if you wear shoes or sneakers, you're on the earth, but you're not touching the earth. And Simply put, that would bring back that negative charge we need in order for our batteries to be balanced. All right, let's put it a a different way, the simpler way. Mm -hmm. Do you like to sing in the shower? Love it. Well, I sing all the time, but you sure in the shower. 
your voice sounds better because it's so hydrated in the shower. You're like, I can vocally do anything. So both are true. So that's why you sing in the shower because you think your voice resonates at, at a better level. <laughs> like, I just wanted to know the, your why behind why you sing in the shower. Well, the bathroom has, it does have a nice acoustics when you get the moisture in the air and everything. Yeah. Okay. So let me tell you the physiological reason why you sing in the shower besides your intellectual and background, you know, in theater and so forth, because mm-hmm. you're just looking for a stage to whether that's your shower stall or the bathroom or wherever you are, that's your stage, right? So in nature, a negative ion occurs when water moves over friction. Like for instance, Niagara Falls is an abundance place of negative ions because that the rushing of those rivers joining, going over the land creates an abundance of free electrons that come up from that friction. Mm-hmm. And, and if you've stood at Niagara Falls, you feel this awake, alert energy. Remarkable. I'm from Rochester, Buffalo area. So I've experienced this many, many times. It's profound. Right. And every time we go anywhere around that area, I make sure I take at least a half a day off just to hang out in Niagara Park and hang by the just soak it in. But those electrons are just free. This is nature, by the way. And then we might experience after like a fresh rain going outside and feeling the energetics of the air. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that rain coming through the atmosphere creates friction, frees up electrons. There's more than 60,000 lightning bolts that hit our atmosphere every day, but they don't get in. We don't see that much in here because they're up in the stratosphere. But what that is, that is an electrical force. If you imagine the earth is a goblet or glass. And every time that lightning bolt hits the glass, it's pinging like this and creating that vibration. That's what's happening. That's human frequency I just described, by the way. Okay. Mm -hmm. So we have this abundance of negative ion in our environment that just is here naturally, but we're not tapping into that source anymore. What we are, are isolating ourselves by wearing shoes and getting into electric cars and doing all these other things that is basically slowly starving our bodies from that earth charge and creating that imbalance, which then creates a lack of communication from cell to cell. So back to the shower. The reason why you sing in the shower from a physiological or biophysiological point of view is that shower head emulates the rain. And when that water is coming through the shower head, it's actually creating that friction. And so in this small shower stall, you are swimming in an abundance of negative ions that your body is soaking up like a sponge. And what does that do? It gives you a sense of euphoria, a sense of, of well-being, and it makes you happy. And happy is a really good reason, aside from getting clean, happy is a really good reason for someone to start singing or humming or just whatever that is going on. And so now there's another reason why I sing. It isn't really because my voice is so good. In fact, it's just the opposite. Because when I sing, my voice is so bad that all my rodents and insects, I don't need an exterminator. I just sing and they just (laughs) go outside. You clear the room. Oh, yeah. They're happy to go somewhere else. Clear the room. I love that. That's a great explanation. I mean, in the container that we're in, in the wellness space, you'll see people advertise, well, this has scalar technology. It's a card that you can put in your wallet and it gives good energy. It's something that generates a field that's beneficial. I'm still in my infancy of understanding it, but cool things that I've heard mentioned about a scalar wave is that it's not bound by space or time. 
that it doesn't move in a linear fashion outward, like a, a generation of a sine wave, like clapping my hands or, right. or the emulating vibration of a tree, that it moves in different fashion. And I've heard it also compared to prayer, like the energy of, of sending prayer. So could you add to that a little bit? Well, isn't it interesting that many cultures, like the just the tone of Om, yeah. Om, right? I mean, you really are, could speak more to this than me, but there are certain resonant tones that they just penetrate you. And I think that's the same thing here. Like we're used to this quantum science, not really quantum science, it's just sort of regular science, cause and effect, right? Mm -hmm. You know, you hold a brick here, you drop it on your foot, it's gonna hurt because gravity pulls it down. So you kind of anticipate that. But in the quantum world, in the scalar world, a generation of a scalar wave can go around the planet in milliseconds. So it's not just from here to three feet to the floor. We're talking about a wavelength that really is all-encompassing. And again, like back to nature, you have all these other exogenous frequencies and wavelengths running around. And then we've got these ones that are natural. And I believe that we need to bring a little bit more of this scalar and natural kind of balancing wavelengths back into our city environments, but certainly into our world uh, so that we can, again, in an affordable way and a practical way bring it into our lives so that we can create that safe home and safe place so world more or less so when you leave outside that your envelope and then you go out into the world for whatever reason that you have a place to come back to to recharge your battery mm -hmm. and it's one that you have created that is you know with wholesome vital you know things that will support your vitality mm -hmm. and that's another a big push that we're looking to do is just create that safe place yeah, I couldn't agree more. There's so much to that. The layers continue to peel back for me into what I perceive like a, a home that is regenerative and restorative. And whether it's, you know, we could go into air quality or building materials or the ability to be grounded when we're in the home. It's fascinating to me. I had like a tome that people like, what's the most valuable point of information you can give me in going through my experience of whatever chronic illness you're going through or, or adversity? I say, pull things off the wheel of good or bad. Stop saying, oh, that was a bad thing. That that happened to me. That's really awful. Or that was a good thing. This is beneficial because life becomes this like teeter-totter of emotions. And I'll just give the example of how many people are, like you mentioned, dealing with chronic obesity, MS, cancer diagnosis, heart disease. Like if you look at the numbers in our country specifically, it's astronomical. So having more and more people have this experience of not being well through that pressure cooker, I know we're going to have people popping up and saying, wait a minute, let's do this differently. And I'm seeing that like popcorn kernels everywhere. Therasage is an example of that. There's a company in Dallas where this whole family was like poisoned by their home, you know, terrible mold and three family members with colitis, two family members with MS, one household. This is from somebody living in a home, but what they're doing is they've started this new construction company. They're looking at what they're lining their walls with for insulation, how they're grounding the floors, radiant heating. They're going to do a construction company 
that's just going to build healthy homes. And this is happening more and more and more. And the more people adopt, as you know, you get the trickle down effect where it becomes more affordable, which is what we have to drive for. But I think through this pain and suffering, we'll have these thought leaders jumping up everywhere because of necessity. And if we didn't do this, you know, if we didn't have this pressure to change, we would never have people leaping forward right now in this generation. So that's my soapbox. Right. Well, it works. It works for me. And as a company, we've been kind of experiencing that for like 25 years now. Yeah. So when we first started from our own personal journey, we never thought that we'd be here today. We always thought that it was selfishly saying that we were just inventing and developing things so to help our daughter help herself. Yeah. But not knowing how how widespread, you know, next 25 years ago, Lyme disease was nowhere nearly what it is now in both treatment and understanding how, how many people have Lyme. So I just recently, we have a organic farm in Michigan and my son manages it and does his creating whole great thing for himself. But he came when we had dinner um, probably about a year ago, sitting down. He came here back down to Florida, hang out with us for a week. Mm-hmm. And he says, oh, mom, by the way, I, I was out in the field the other day and I pulled a tick off myself. And so he says, I, I put it in a little plastic bag and I kind of want to send it off to have it tested, you know? Mm-hmm. So I watched my wife. She just melted down in her chair and like kind of went under the this. And I looked at my son and I said, Joe, do you think that there's any good ticks out there? Like you went to go send it out to be tested. If you go to send your same blood to two different lab cards, you're going to get two different results. So you're going to send this tick right, that you pulled off your body on a bag and send it off to a lab, and they're going to say, you're okay, it's not a Lyme tick. I'm not sure if that's the most wisest thing, because basically right now in today's world, I don't think there is such thing as a good ticking. It's not just ticks, by the way, it's mosquitoes and anything that's blood-bearing or blood-drawing yeah. is potentially a target for a way to introduce something foreign into your body in the process of their lifestyle. That's all they do. They're not doing it on purpose. This is what they do. So I think ultimately, uh, back to nature, right? Yeah. You have to have a good understanding of your terrain. And I also wonder, too, why some people get bit. You know, they're finding spirochetes in sarcophaguses that they're uncovering from Egypt. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, (laughs) this is a animal that's been around like for tens of thousands of years it's not a new thing no okay what is new our environment is new this is changing and getting worse every day and so that's where the adjustment has to come from us to understand what we can control about our environment or create an environment that's healthy for all of us and and then again have that feed into our purpose and our vitality and yeah. finding our bliss and all the things that I think is the real reason why we're here, right? What I call earth camp. Yeah, I would agree with you. I would, And I would just say to your son, you know, that's a really interesting question. I almost did one because I had the same thing happen to me. I went up to an Amcoil board meeting for a week in Connecticut and day one, night one, not outside, Robbie, in bed. Oh my God. I woke up in bed and this tick was embedded in my leg. And I was like, you little dick. <laughs> I got him and I, I picked him off. I put him in a bag and I sealed the bag. And that little fucker got out of there. 
<laughs> oh, I couldn't yeah. even send it away because in my head, I was like, okay, what's the smart thing to do? Well, <laughs> it's not going to hurt me to know what's in the tick. I'll know. I'm not going to change right. anything I do. Still going to be in the sauna. Still going to be decoiling. Still going to do a little ozone now and then. I'm going to be in front of the red light. I'm going to eat clean and I'm not going to panic. And it had been a long time since I had been bitten by a tick. And and I had like a, mo- a couple moments of literally fleeting moments. It was like, okay. And I just wasn't worried because it wouldn't change anything anyway. It would change nothing. Luckily, I'm tapped into like you and Dr. Rawls and like Silver Biotics and Amcoil. And I feel very supported. And I would know exactly how to manage myself. Now, I have to tell you, a person that I work with, a creative who is probably, have you ever met a guy that's like, he man, you're like, oh my God, nothing could take this guy down drink beer all night, get up in the morning, ski 12 hours a day, just like He-Man. We had just spoke three weeks ago and he called me from the emergency room and it could barely hear his voice. He's like, Freddie, how are you? It was like listening to a ghost. I immediately teared up when I got, I got his voicemail and he had been, he said, I, I got bit by ticks a couple months ago. I pulled four or five off, didn't think anything of it and just went around and ended up with encephalitis. You know, his brain just blew up. It wasn't room for it in his skull. And they found all type of, you know, the diagnostic methods in a hospital. Unfortunately, they're not good. And they tested his spinal column. You know, they found some West Nile, some encephalitis, some tick-borne illness, some co-infections. It was all in there. And he was like, what do you think I should be treating? And I was like, nothing. I was like, bro, the same thing that you hear me talk about 150 episodes it's lifestyle. You know, I gave him the emergency stuff. I'm like, what would I do if this happened to my mom? I would like, I'd be in the sauna. I'd be focusing on hydration. I would get a nurse over to the house to do some high dose vitamin C IVs. I would get on Dr. Rawls herbal protocol or Cellcor. Either of the two are good. You're going to be on that for the next year, year and a half, just to slowly support your immune system through herbs. And then I would be on the shadow of a doubt. You have to take whatever fear and panic and however, whatever you think this means for your energetic, emotional body. And you got to work with that daily. And, and dude, he just called me the other day. Vibrant voice. Sounds like a rainbow. You know, he goes, I'm really feeling. I was like, dude, I was so scared. I'm like, this is going to be another story of a person that went down hard and It's amazing to me the poor information that he got from a hospital. Not amazing to me, but still you're kind of banging your head against the wall because you know there's people that are not, they're just, they don't have access to a Freddy. They don't have somebody that's been through the experience to get good information from. Right. Well, you know, so true. Can totally relate to that on so many levels. And I love Terry Walsh. She's one of my favorites. We're in a little mastermind together. Mm Mm-hmm. I really think we all have all this in us. We all have streptococcus. We all have pneumonia. We all have cancer. We all have Lyme. I mean, I grew up on Long Island in New York, and my dad said, son, this is what you do in the army. When you get a tick on you, you take a little cigarette, and you burn the butt, and then it closes its head, and then it kind of backs out. Don't pull it out, because it leaves the head in, and it's still infecting you. And like he gave me this whole, but I've pulled ticks off of me. And I'm not sure if they were good ticks back then. It's no good ticks, ticks without co-infections. So I don't know whether they were or they weren't, but there's no doubt that there's some of that in me. 
Sure. So really what it is a story about is just what you said. If you unpack everything you just said, Freddie, it's really about building up your terrain, building up your internal environment and your bodily given, your God-given mechanisms to fight off or to make sure that all of these organisms that are in nature and in your body in nature designed or learned or they live together in harmony. Mm -hmm. It's the disharmony. It's the imbalance when one population starts to take over and go crazy like cancer. A metastasized cell is just a mutant cell. You make trillions of cells every day. So statistically, the odds that one of them isn't going to be perfect is pretty high. But they don't survive because if you have a strong immune system or you have an internal environment that doesn't support that mutant cell or that uh, metastasized cell, that cancer cell, that different cell, mm -hmm. it just dies off. Boom. It's got a life cycle. So back to nature, back to focusing on our internal environment and creating a, a great place there. And by the way, add to your list of vitamin K2 and D3, because I think, you know, right now from our research, about 80% of Americans are vitamin D deficient. Yeah. The FDA likes to think or tell us that 35 to 50 is the range for free D3. You know, that's what you're shooting for. Most of the real science is saying 80 to 100, range of 80 to 100. And if you can, when, not if, but when you get your vitamin D level to that uh, range, mm -hmm. two things happen. Your body hits a tipping point, so you don't need as much vitamin D supplement to get yourself there. Of course, the best way to do to get it into the body is through your skin naturally. So being winter, it's not easy to get a lot of vitamin D. This would be a time that you'd want to consider more supplementation. But get your D3 level in. Vitamin D3, which acts like a hormone, it's called a vitamin, is responsible for more than 30% of your body functions. That's how important it is. And guess what? These electron stealers, the bugs, like all the little organisms that live in harmony inside of us, they love it too. And when you have a chronic and an imbalance, they're just soaking up your vitamin D3. So most Lyme patients, when they take their D panels, they'll come in at 15, like 1, 5, 18, something less than 20. Yeah. And it took me, I came in at 40 and I'm dark skinned. And so, and I spend, I'm in Florida and I spend a lot of time outside. And, and so I'm actually getting as much natural skin uh, D3 as I can. But even so, it took me close to six months to go from the 40s to the 80s. But once I got to the 80s, then my body sustained and my ability or my supplementation came down from 15,000 units a day down to five to hold. 85. And because of that, honestly, I mean, I'm pretty healthy for an older guy. Yeah, you're very healthy. I don't even remember when I've been sick. I've had days where I've had low biorhythms and I've just said, okay, I got to take a day off. But I mean, I'm up at 4.30 and every morning. Yeah, amazing. And I don't use an alarm clock. This is my natural time I wake yeah. up. When do you go to bed, Robbie? Generally around nine-ish or so. Nine, great. But when I ready if i get horizontal anywhere at nine o'clock if i'm horizontal oh, my better anywhere else i'm just out that's such a gift i'm working on that now it's really hard for me to wind down i used to have the ability to fall asleep anywhere and the ability to just easily fall asleep is something i lost in that journey of of chronic illness it's changed over the time i sleep well i do for the most part 
But the one bad night I get every eight or nine nights that that just feels very restless and I end up doing breath work. It's really, it's just such a bummer. Yeah. I felt like I went out drinking all night long and just, it's like, oh, it's the worst. Okay. So I'm thinking of a number from one to seven right now. Uh-huh. What number am I thinking of? Four. Okay. So today is your lucky day, Freddie, because, <laughs> because we just developed a weighted blanket that I have been testing on myself mm-hmm. and it has increased my REM and my Delta sleep time. It's almost doubled it. I went from an hour, hour and a half to almost three hours. Wow. That's big. Yeah. And there's gobs of science on this. And I'm really excited about this particular invention or device. It's weighted blankets aren't new, but we're bringing gemstones. So we're bringing that negative ion and the energy of earth into the blanket. And we're also created a lining that's silver. So you're in a Faraday cage. You're actually protected from all exogenous frequencies, which doesn't interrupt brainwaves and your ability to get into Delta, which is so important. So I'm going to gift you one because you guessed the number. Oh, amazing. (laughs) Then you'll tell me because you wear an aura ring, right? I do Biostrap. I think I'm going to get an aura ring. There's another new ring, Ring Con. That's a new one that's coming out. There's there's so many measurement devices, but I really like the Biostrap. I actually lost my charger, so I have to go get one. Okay. So is that something you put around your chest because it's a strap? No, it's or? it's a wrist strap that oh, it operates okay. and it has a red light. So BioStrap is very, they're actually moving to the clinical setting. They're going to be less consumer-based and more right. for cool. diagnostic work, FDA approved. So it's it's very, very functional, very good strap. Nice. So then you have a way to actually know what your delta is or exactly. what your sleep patterns yep. are. And so you can tell us, or maybe in the uh, part two of this discussion, Oh, the Bravi, there's going to be like part 10 and we can pick one thing. Yeah. You know, we can do like the structured fractionated water. We can do like ozone or there's just so much. We'll do like part 10. And I'm glad we stuck on saunas for the most part of this one. And I think it's just, it's a very rich topic. I got exactly what I wanted, you know, your lived experience with the different of the, the convection versus the radiant heating and what the differences are. And again, to offer my lived experience, when I get out of those things, it's like my body moves different immediately. And on a deeper level, there's definitely like, there's less restriction in the joint. That's what I've noticed from Therisage. Great. Terrific. Well, yeah, this was super cool. Oh my God. It's so fun. It's just like, yeah, we're going to do coffee and we're going to record some sharing of our lived experience, which I just think it's, it's so profound. I'm just, I'm going to go back over my list. And, oh, I have a testimonial for you. Okay, ready. That I'll give that we'll, we'll break this off. I saw you at the How Do You Health Festival produced by our lovely friends at MSW Lounge in Austin, Texas at the Music Hill Ranch. One of the most, you know, beautiful spaces that I've ever had a wellness event at. And you were there and I ended up taking home a heating pad with the gemstones in it. And it has changed my bowel movements. <laughs> it is amazing. And I remember, I remember years ago, I had had a biomat at one time and it just made everything move better. And I was like, I am so addicted to this mat. Number one, for that reason, I joke with Kristen, my partner, <laughs> the magic I make in the morning. And then the other thing is 
when I get on it, I do have, I mentioned to you, it's hard for me to fall asleep. I will now fall asleep on the couch, like reading my book or watching my 30 minute episodic because it does really bring me down. So I'm very thankful for that. It's portable. It's effective. It's great on my belly with a scar tissue, you know, and then I don't have to do, I was doing the hot water bottle to put a little castor oil on my liver and I'll just do the pack over it. So it's been a great biohacking tool. And you know what I have in my arsenal. I've traveled with it twice now. I brought it to Maui. And we, we both fight over nice. it. So it's, she's like, can I use the pad? That's great. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Well, thank you. And I'm, I'm really moved that I've moved you in that direction. So, <laughs> so. But yeah, that's good. And I, until I saw you in um, Island Murata, I listened to your presentation then when you were going into a little bit of your history and showed some pictures, slides of you in the hospital and the op, post-op and and I said, oh, my God, like he's got all these adhesions. He has all these things going on. So as happy as he looks, there's still things that need to be fixed. And I haven't even talked to you about advanced mud packing and caster packing to actually open up those energy channels. So you yeah. have a little better communication there, which I can show you, you know, X off screen, but not complicated. We've written the protocol that uses the healing pad. So it's very easy to do. It's kind of what concoction to mix up and I'll give you all the ingredients, but it is by far. And before we actually started saunas and making saunas, the healing pad was our number two product, but the second one we we invented, but it really has been the most popular. What size would you recommend for people? Is there one that you really love? Because there are some different, there's a mini travel pad, there's a full body one. Right. If money wasn't a thing, which one would you get? Mm, it's really depending on your size and purpose for the most part. So yeah. you're kind of my size. And so for you, medium, small, or mini would be perfect. And mm-hmm. so that's 31 inches long, 24 inches, 10 inches, you know, in height. And that's covering body parts. So the nice thing about the small and the mini is they're so easy to travel with in your day bag or overnight bag, like you you probably experienced. You can fold it in half and they plug easily into a converter for your car so you can put it on your back while you're driving Mm -hmm. or the person that's in the passenger seat can do that and enjoy the healing energy. Certainly, this is a lot healthier than the high EMF heaters on the back of your car seats that car companies, I don't know why that they do that when they have alternatives to do. We did go to Volvo, by the way, to see whether they were interested in incorporating infrared into their seats, but they probably are doing it and didn't tell us, but maybe Mercedes picked it up. It's actually, it's going to happen. I mean, you know, I in, in the consulting world, I've had hotels start to reach out, big, big hotel lines that are looking, they're like, what would it feel like to have an ice bath here? Right. You know, it's going to happen because people are, they do understand the value of going away. I'll do this really quick story. We went to Maui for a month and hilarity ensued when we got there, which I'm going to release a podcast on Monday. It'll be out before this one. We worked out every day, got up at dawn, did something, yoga, lifted weights, ate exactly what we wanted to. But being in nature so much, every single sunrise in the water, I gained a pound of muscle on vacation. You know what I mean? And like that, for me, it's like, what a great testament. You're like, I came back with more battery. Right. Like I won vacation. I didn't come back with two pounds of visceral belly fat because I drank beers and ate shitty food all day. I came back with an extra pound of muscle. 
And it's like, why wouldn't you? <laughs> yeah, I get it. Yeah. And a place like Maui can do that to you. We've had the we've oh. had the pleasure of being there a few years, a few times over our lives. And it's just it's paradise. And yeah. I don't know if I've ever told this to you before, but I'm married to Melody 42 years. And we hardly agree on anything. And the reason why I love her, besides the fact that I love her, is that she completes me in a way that's different because she shows me the contrast of the world. And that's how I see the world, through contrast. And so when you can live in the city, inner city like you do, and then you go to paradise and you go through the same motions like eating food and you know all that. But of course you're on a little holiday, so it's a different schedule, but you're not in that environmentally controlled place. You're like out in nature, listening to birds and riding the waves and just wherever your consciousness takes you, that freedom. Yeah. And then you come back into your world. And it reminds me of when, uh, <laughs> you'll probably really love this one, for 20 plus years, not through COVID, but 20 years prior to that, every year, I'd fly Florida to Newark, New Jersey, Newark, New Jersey to Beijing. That was the earlier part of my traveling. Then later on in my development, I moved, a lot of my industry moved to Southern China. So it was more like Hong Kong to Shenzhen than up the Northern part, Northern Eastern part. So anyway, I get to China and then I was embraced. It was almost like what happened when you went to Hawaii, that they put a lay around your neck when you came off the plane and they're hugging you and they're loving, you know, doing like the dance and just welcoming you into their community and so forth, right? So I would get that when I got to China for like 10, 15 days. I felt like I was a king or some kind of royalty where, you know, I'm just an average guy. Then I would fly back and I'd fly back through Newark and the first thing I saw was some flight attendant, you know, when I landed on the ground, because I was trying to make my connecting flight back down to Florida. And I almost want to say, I'm, this is metaphorical, that they spit on me. Mm. Okay. It was like, welcome back to the US, poo on you. And I don't know, you know, that's the contrast. It makes you really start to appreciate home a little bit better, right? When you're back in your environment, what kinds of Hawaii can you bring to New York City that is going to keep that balance and sustainability and vitality and so forth, you know? Yeah. And so here in my life, absent the contrast, contrast actually makes me zero focus on what I'm looking at. And to me, this particularly in lab and particularly when I'm in my manic phase, like I am now, obsessive manic phase of creation, everything else is noise to me, Freddie. Mm -hmm. And my world is about blocking that noise out, the chatter, so that I can stay zero focus, zero point focused on my intention and making sure that that is interpreted in the things that we create. Yeah, beautiful. You got a magic wand. Okay. <laughs> you got a magic wand. You're going to leave a gift of knowledge. Everybody on the planet can hear you for the next 30 seconds. What would you say to everybody? Wow. So keep the faith, baby. You know, there's hope here. And you can fulfill your dreams, all of them. You just have to don't believe in the, all the narrative that you hear. And mostly what we said a little earlier, just start to think about your relationship to source and that inner voice in you and what feels right. And just start 
spending a little bit more time. I guess initially the baby step is just to kind of play the game that I did when I was a child. Ask my source, source says go left, I go right. More often, source is right. And so I go, hmm, now I'm in my 20s. Maybe I should start listening to that voice a little bit more. And then in my 30s, I said, now I'm only listening to my voice. And I found that tapping into that, understanding that, that inner self, giving yourself the gift of yourself and that connection, uh, I think is so powerful. And by the way, I did find the pendulum that I was looking for. It's really quite unique. So I don't know if you can see that one. Beautiful. Yeah, it's kind of cool, right? So the direction of that movement can show you your polarity that simple. Beautiful. Freddie, this was amazing. You know, more than I thought that we would do, longer than I thought we'd go. Yeah. And I hope that we're not keeping people, you know, like awake at night through our discussions. People are in their cars. They're going to love this. So like I said, we'll follow up. We're going to do more because you have so many great gadgets and different technologies and different offerings that are so profound and they're accessible and there's good education behind them, which I love. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Robbie Besner from Therasage. I will link a couple of my favorite products in the show notes here. And we have a discount code for Therasage as well, which we'll put in the show notes. Robbie, Perfect. thank you. And don't forget your blanket. We're going to change your sleep patterns. I can't wait. Well, I'll test it and we'll talk about that in the next one. You got it. Big love. Thanks, Freddie. Yes. yes. Aloha. See you soon. Bye. Bye. Team, thank you for creating a wave of momentum that is driving season five of the Beautifully Broken podcast. My heart thanks you for tuning in. And if you enjoyed today's show, head over to Apple Podcasts and now Spotify. Spotify is new and you can leave a review. Five stars if you loved it. And before you go, I have something really important I need to offer. There are two ways we can build this relationship. The first is to join my membership program at buymeacoffee.com forward slash Freddie Set Go. You get early access to all the podcasts, bonus episodes, discounted consults, and free webinars covering all the wellness technologies. The second is to support beautifullybroken.world. That's right. I have a brand new website and new store, beautifullybroken.world. Listed on here are all the wellness tools, supplements, educational courses, and products that I absolutely love. Most of them offer significant discounts by clicking the link or using the code. Please know that they don't cost you anything extra. And at the same time, they do support the podcast through affiliations. What? What's that? I just got a message from my lawyers, my internet team of lawyers. They wanted me to tell you that the information on this podcast is for educational purposes only. By listening, you agree not to use the information found here as medical advice. Do you agree? Yes, you agree. To treat any medical condition in yourself or others, always consult your own physician for any medical issues that you may be having. Finally, our closing. The world is changing. We need you at your very best. So always take the steps to be upgrading your energy, your mindset, and your heart. Remember, while life is pain, putting the fractured pieces back together is a beautiful process. I love you. I'm your host, Freddie Kimmel.